Hi, you are listening to Mobile Couch, and this is episode number 82. Good morning, Jelly. Good, good morning, Ben. It's nice to see you on this fine autumn day. It's autumn. Yes. I had to think about that for a while. It is for a second autumn. there, I thought it was summer because it's so hot here yeah, still. Yeah, it still feels like summer. Yeah. So it's it's good to see it's good to see you even though you're not here in the room with me. No, not today. So you have a topic. I do. And I thought I'd live that topic this week. So this week's topic is working at home or remotely. So oh, today I, I am recording remotely. I see how that works. Yeah. I actually didn't realize that until just then, but you know, it's what I do. <laughs> good, good. I'm glad that we uh I'm glad that we clarified that for you. I'm like uh, an actor. I just have to, you know, Really live it and get in character. Get get in in the groove. You have yep. to. It's it's method acting. You have that's to, right. You have to be in it to win it. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I see. I see. I see what you've you're going for. Yeah. So I thought I thought we could just like talk through it and some of the benefits of it and the disadvantages and if you do choose to do it, how you should go about it. Like some tips we've learned because both of us have done this quite a lot. Yeah, I mean, you not only worked remotely, but you worked overseas for yeah. at least a year. Was it like a year, a year and a half maybe? Yeah, it was a year and a half. Yeah. Almost. And uh, obviously, we've both done the working from home thing. Let, let's start with, do you prefer working at home or in an office? I prefer working at home, I think. And I think it's mostly because I like the kind of privacy. Yeah. The privacy is very important with for me. I've worked in a couple of different office environments. In at least one, I worked in like an open office where it's a bunch of cubicles and the cubicles have like relatively small uh, you know, dividers between them all, you know, short enough that you could, if you stand up, you can look, uh, you can see everybody. Yeah. And in that kind of environment, I also had my back to a wall, which I really liked. Uh, it's the best way to work because I didn't like the idea of other people coming up and standing behind me while I was watching cat videos on YouTube. I mean, I mean, working. <laughs> I mean, you working. can like see people coming, I guess. There's no chance of someone sneaking up on you. <sighs> yeah, exactly. And uh, as as much as like I, I joke that, you know, that that is kind of it's kind of rough. It is actually kind of really kind of disconcerting because I've also worked in a, a an office environment where my back was towards a door and behind that door was like a, a staircase where people uh, that worked in the upstairs area would come down. And so there was a lot of foot traffic behind me. Yeah. And that was really disconcerting because... Uh, because you end up with this idea that, like, well, if I you know spend like three seconds looking at Twitter, that's exactly the point at which somebody's going to walk up behind me, and so it kind of makes you feel really guilty about doing uh, about like taking any mo- time to do uh, things that aren't you know code. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But overall, I think yeah, I, I prefer working. I work prefer working at home to working in an office. I seem to go through phases. Yeah. Obviously, I, as you just mentioned, worked at home overseas for the last year and a half and loved it. It was great. And then since coming back, back in Canberra, we have an office. So I've been going to the office and it's been really good. I've been yep. enjoying it. Yep. And then the other day, it was just going to be me in the office. So I was like, what's the point in going? I'll just stay here. Mm. Um, and so I worked at home and I was like so bad at it now. Like I was so bored and lonely, just like, Ugh, I've got no one to talk to. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can understand that. Like I I mean I obviously spend 90% of my time in an office at home by myself with the exception of our cat. <laughs> 
and it, it can be kind of difficult. Like it's kind of, I mean, it, it is lonely if you if I spend too much time, you know, here alone by myself, and I can get distracted if I don't if if I if I'm not kind of on the ball. But I think overall, it's it's like a much better solution for me personally. I, I feel like it has a lot of benefits. Yeah. If I had to choose, like if someone came along and said, you have to choose for the rest of your life if you work in an office or work at home, Oof. I would definitely choose work at home. Yeah. Not that that's ever going to happen, but... Oh, you never know. You, you might get to the point where you no longer need to be in the office, even though you're you know, running running things there at mm. Stripey Sock. I nearly called it Shifty Jelly, which is inaccurate. <laughs> Oh yeah, Stripey Sock bought out Shifty Jelly. Oh, I see. I see how. Sorry that works. if that's news to you, Russell. <laughs> Phil sold uh, it to me. Yeah, fair enough. All right, so I've, I actually have a list of some of the benefits. And what's the opposite of a benefit? Like I wrote disadvantages, but it doesn't like flow. Pros and cons, I guess, is pros usually cons. the thing that people would say. So pros. Here's what I've come up with. Yep. I think the biggest is the flexibility. So if you, I don't know, have kids and you drop them off at school in the morning. Yep. That's like no problem. Or if you cook dinner, you can kind of, you know, start something in the middle of the day if you have to, like some slow cooked thing. You can chuck it on the oven and go back to work and you're not going to burn your house down. Another one, which you've already mentioned, is no one looking over your shoulder. So it's much more private. You don't have to like back your desk into the corner of a room. You can just, yeah, work. Yeah, which I I feel like is really important because I think that's like the number one problem with uh, with Mm. offices these days is the idea that... Even if you are doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, it's it feels uncomfortable. I, I, I think. Yeah, I agree. I really like that part of working at home. Like, if you want to take a break and watch something on YouTube, who yeah. cares? Yeah, and like you should be able to do that in an office too, but you can't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like if if the Marvel, you know, the latest Marvel movie trailer drops in the middle of the day, I I want to watch that biz like straight up. Yeah, I don't want to have to wait until the end of the day, and that's. I mean, it, uh, that that's kind of you know really uh, like a really privileged thing to be able to do, but it, it's about the feeling of judgment as opposed to like you know whether or not you're a, you are capable of doing it. And uh, nobody wants to feel judged because feeling judged you know reduces your performance. I think in like in an overall manner. So you know, I I I, I think it's important. Like I I think that's really important. Yeah, and that kind of leads into my next point, which is the work kind of becomes more task-based rather than hours-based. So when you're a remote worker, you kind of get given something to do because there's no one looking over your shoulder, so you got to kind of be autonomous. So your boss will say, all right, we need this done. And if you can get that done in half the time that was assigned to you, then feel free to go and sit on the couch and play PlayStation or whatever you want to do. Yep. Like I think that's a huge advantage as well, and that that one kind of comes with no one looking over your shoulder. Yeah, it does. And I, I mean, I think to kind of look at it from the other side of things, you do have to be careful in that situation because the the other the other option is that people will procrastinate. Definitely, one of the major things that people say to me when uh, they they ask me about like you know, oh, you work from home, do you? Uh, you know, if I would if I work from home, I don't think I'd ever get anything done because I wouldn't be able to like I, I'd be distracted all the time. Like I I would want to go and play PlayStation you know all day long, and uh, it's one of those things where it becomes task based, sure, and you have a specific task that you have to get done. But you also have to make sure that you actually 
do to it. get that task that, <laughs> that, that, that task done because otherwise uh, otherwise you're going to have that weighing over you all the time and that's no better than you know uh that that's not a better situation than you know having to go into an office and you know being under the thumb of of a manager or anything like that yeah definitely so at the end of the day you still have a job and if yeah. you don't do your job you're going to get fired oh yeah yeah, absolutely. In fact, it's probably even more important that you get those tasks done from when you're working remotely, yeah, working from home. Especially if you are like a minority, so most of the people are in the office and you're the remote worker. Yeah, I think you, there's going to be a bit of a magnifying glass on you. Yeah, you build a reputation for yourself. You know, if you're if you are the the worker that gets given a task that's supposed to take, you know, that most people would get done in a day and it takes you all week to get it done. Yeah. I mean, that sounds ridiculous, but it's the sort of thing that can happen, like that can, you know, just happen when you're working from home because, you know, you put it off, you have other things to get done, whatever, whatever thing. Whereas the other, the other thing is also true. If you're a remote worker and you get given a task and you get it done, you know, in less time than it takes anybody else, then that's, you know, that's going to look very good for you. And it's going to make people above you, your superiors, I guess, uh, or, you know, your clients or anybody like any, they're going to look at it as being a massive, you know, a massive positive thing uh, about, the, you know, working from home. Yeah, definitely. Another one, which I think a lot of people forget about, but working from home actually can save you a lot of money as yeah. an employee. Yep. So there's a few. If you've got a huge commute, that's a very obvious saving. Yeah. But another one that used to happen to me a lot is you've kind of got your food there. So instead of going out at lunch every day, or if you've got a coffee machine as well, going out for coffee, you're making you're making food at home or you're eating leftovers or stuff stuff like that. Yeah, I like I, I find that that's the case quite a lot. I am terrible at at making my own lunch. More so when I'm not working at home than any other time. Yeah, because I it it's just easier. Like if you're working uh, in an office, most most offices will be in relative uh you know they're relatively close to somewhere where you can buy lunch. Even like the offices that I've worked in. Like they've either had a cafeteria nearby or they've been in, you know, a relatively busy area that has, you know, fast food available uh, or, you know, at least at the very least they're close to a, like a corner store or a, like a supermarket or something like that. And I would pretty much always buy my lunch if I didn't, uh, if I wasn't careful about it. Whereas the opposite is almost true with working from home because I will... Uh, because because leaving leaving the house is you know such a big deal, it's a lot easier to you know just go to the kitchen and figure something out than it is yeah. to like you know put on pants and uh, go out and get something to eat. Yeah, exactly. There's also, I mean, it works different in every country, but there's tax savings for working at home. Yep. So at least in Australia, if you have a dedicated room, and the rule is there can't be a bed in it. So if you have a room dedicated to working that doesn't yep. have a bed in it, you can now write off a portion of your rent or mortgage interest yep. to tax. So that's like, that's a huge saving that people don't take into account yeah. o over life. Like it might not seem like much every day, but that that's going to add up. Yeah. It to it totally does. I have an office at home that I work out of. It is a bedroom. It doesn't have a bed in it. Yeah. 
that's pretty common and it's my it's my workspace and i think that's important anyway like you to have a space that's separate from where you go to sleep or you know eat or anything like that like having a dedicated space not only helps like financially but it helps uh it helps in in other ways as well yeah it really helps um but before we get to that i think we should talk about some of the cons because yeah Working at home, I think to anyone who's never done it before, just sounds like the dream. Like so many people tell me, you're so lucky. I hate going to the office. If I could work at home, I'd be so happy. Yep. It is good. There's no denying that. But it's not as good as some people think. So for me, the biggest con that always gets me is it's quite lonely at home. You, you sit at home all day with no one to really talk to. Even if you have, I guess, Slack or some form of text chat. Yep. It's not the same as going to the the water cooler and having a gossip, you know? I have a water cooler at my desk, so I just Do you I talk just gossip. to yourself? Do you I put do. a rubber duck on the top of it? Yeah, I have a Lego Wally here that I just talk to. Hey, Wally, how you doing? <laughs> I like your plant and your cockroach thing. <laughs> Maybe you should clean up your office if you're talking to cockroaches. Just no, to, no. Just the Wally a has a Lego cockroach. You know, oh, he that's has a cockroach right. In, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not a real cockroach; it's a Lego cockroach. Okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I don't don't worry. My my office is uh, is is not like a hellhole of critters and creepy crawlies. Hey, they're, they're friends, man. <laughs> I deliberately don't clean up, so yeah. my friends come over. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Uh, remind me to never visit your home office. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, like, Emma would get home at the end of the day, Emma, my wife, and I'd just be so excited, like, oh, you're finally home. I've been so alone all day. Let's so sit down. Let's chat. Yeah. And Emma would just be like, oh, I had this, the worst day. I just want to lie on the couch and, like, zone out for a bit. And I'm like, talk to me. Talk to me. <laughs> I'm exactly like that. And Mel will tell you that I'm exactly, I, I do exactly the same thing. Yeah. She'll come home from work. And she'll just, you know, she'll have spent an entire day having to deal with people that she doesn't want to deal with and having to, you know, uh, having to do all this stuff. And then she comes home, she just wants some time to herself. Yeah. And I'm all like, hey, 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 let's, uh, let's, let's sit down. Let's, let's chat. Let's be together. Let's, you know, do these things. Yeah. And she's just like, I just, I just want to like take a nap. Just leave me there alone. The the one thing that I find is the best thing that I find to, you know, uh, circumvent that issue is to make time to leave the house. Yes. Which can be really hard. And I think that's probably one of the disadvantages. I mean, it might be a disadvantage in that to leave the house requires so much more effort than it does when you have to go to work. Mm-hmm. Partially because you need to put pants on, but also, you know, you if you want to go somewhere, you're not already kind of halfway there. If you want to go out for lunch or something like that, you actually have to you know, go out and get in the car, drive there, you know, to wherever you're going. Whereas if you're going to go out for lunch, uh, you know, in an office, there's every possibility that you are already kind of uh, in the vicinity because you're going to lunch with people that you know, yeah. work in the same location as you. I feel like it's more difficult to leave the house when you're at home than it is to leave work when you're not at home. Yeah, I agree. And that that actually kind of leads into my next point. If your whole team is in one location and you're the only remote worker, a lot of the time you can feel left out. You know, they go out for lunch every day and they're all best buds and here you are, just the guy on the other end of the text chat. Yeah. 
I, I think is really it's one of those really important things that uh, you know an office an office tends to generate a sort of uh, what's the word. I keep thinking camadre, but that's not the word. I don't even think that is a word. Like team spirit? Yeah, team spirit. Like it, it generates like this sort of kind of feeling of... You Are know, you of, thinking of camaraderie? That's the word. Camaraderie. <laughs> camadre. <laughs> camadre. <laughs> camadre is not a word. No. <laughs> good work, Jelly. You are a good podcaster. <laughs> It it does. It generates like a, a feeling of camaraderie. Uh, you you and and kind of friendship and like you, you know, because you're seeing these people all the time, so they do become like the people that you like. They become the sort of people you know. You're going to work. You kind of hanging out. You know, you're getting stuff done, but you're also kind of hanging out at the same time. Yeah. No one ever really thinks of this, but a lot of the time you spend more time with your co-workers than you do anyone else in your life. Yeah, it's true. Which is insane. It's completely backwards, but that's just the reality. Yeah, and you probably spend even more time with them than you do with you know, people like your wife. Totally. If you don't count sleeping, which yeah. you probably shouldn't. Yeah, like your, your awake hours most of the time are just at work. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things. And if you are working remotely, or if you're, you know, you've got team members working remotely, you have to. I mean, it's it's kind of on them, but it's also kind of on the rest of the team to make sure that those people are, yeah, uh, you know, are, are included in things, included in discussions, included in, in in not just the work that's being done, but also the general chit chat that happens throughout the day, um, which is difficult to like to achieve that because uh and especially if you don't have the right tools you'll end up just you know uh keeping emails down to uh down to just you know the the important stuff Mm. so another one is which we've already mentioned quite a few times is distractions yeah there's a lot of distractions at home oh yeah so many distractions but on the other hand i reckon there's actually a lot of distractions in the office as well and they might not be as obvious but things like endless meetings that you have to go to probably add up to more time than playing PlayStation for a little bit during the day. Yeah. So even though you're at home getting distracted, I think you get more done. Yeah, I mean it's that comes down to the way that you the way that the team kind of is set up for working. Oh, of course. It's a lot easier to call a meeting when you're available, like when everybody's available for the meeting than it is when, you know, they're all kind of not available or if, you know, certain people aren't available. When that's the case, what you end up doing is uh, you know, scheduling meetings for a specific time of the day or you know you you kind of try to compress as many meetings as you can into one meeting and so you're not having them all the time you you kind of the the meetings are more focused and you can achieve that in an office quite easily like you just have Mm. to put effort into it so yeah i mean i agree i agree with you there are distractions that in the workplace like yeah and meetings are definitely one of the can be one of those things but i think you can like just like working from home. Like you can get around the distractions and you know and uh, improve uh, improve your focus. You can do that in the office as well. Yeah. So and this can go both ways. Yeah. So another common problem with people who work at home is they never stop. Which sounds crazy to someone who works in an office, but when work is like just through that door, sometimes it's so tempting to just keep on going and work too much. And you kind of burn out. So that, that this happened to me in London. Like I yeah. just just kept working. I didn't ever stop. Um, another one which might you might not think of is there's a danger of being overlooked, especially around like promotions and stuff. So if someone's 
working with the boss day in, day out, and here you are across the other side of the country or something. Mm. Even if you try and have a fair process, that other person is going to be like much more in the mind of of the boss, I think. Yeah. So that's definitely a disadvantage. Yep. And that kind of ties back into what I was saying before, where with the with not just the work related stuff, but the like the general chit chat that happens throughout the day, like the camaraderie. Yeah. Uh and like that sort of stuff. Like that all of that sort of stuff helps uh with you know, with your kind of visibility. You have to actively kind of foster that. Yeah. And the last one I've got is you definitely need some discipline. Not everyone is able to work at home. Like it's yeah. I guess it's a skill set. Like yeah. it takes practice as well. When I first started years and years ago now, because I've had quite a history of working at home, I was terrible at it. Yeah. And I got away with it. But you know, like I would go a whole week without doing any work and then next week just work really hard to make up, make for, up it. for it. Yeah. I found I, I found that um find that what I what ends up happening is if I'm not truly spending my time focused on, you know, work and stuff like that. I'll end up fussing about futzing about during the day, reading articles on the internet and yeah. uh, and talking to people on Twitter or in Slack or something like that. Uh, one of the you know, umpteen Slacks that I have, instead of doing actual you know actually getting work done, and then all of a sudden it's like three o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh, I was supposed to ha- get something done today, and so I'm working like late into the night because uh, I haven't you know properly disciplined myself i haven't properly focused on the things that i needed to get done at least you realize you haven't done anything and then do something like that's a that's a good step because a lot of people would just be like oh, didn't get anything done today oh well yeah. I'll try harder tomorrow well that's but that's that's just the thing like even after this uh, after so many years of working from home like i've worked from home on and off since 2000 and seven like it's a long time like i've worked from home for a long long time and even after that like even after all of that time i still find that i will spend you know an entire morning doing something that i was not supposed to be doing i think that's just the reality like i do too i I have worked at home in my professional career probably 75 percent of the time yep and you still get the occasional write-off day where like you just go, oh, it's just not happening today. Yeah, I'll just have to do it all tomorrow. Like it happens, and mm. I think it's the almost the equivalent of a sick day, which is another thing about working at home. It's sometimes hard to take a sick day because you know you're at work. Yeah, sort of. Sometimes you just have these like mentally off days where it's just not happening. I think that's fine. I think that's part of the deal as long as you don't do like twenty in a row. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I generally try to make sure that if I am in generally good health. And it's not a like it's not a public holiday, yeah, uh, or something like those, something like that, uh, or if there's not some like you know major reason why I wouldn't be wouldn't be able to get work done at a normal time. If all I've done is just futzed about in the morning, then I'm generally going to be like, well, I probably need to work a bit harder to get this stuff done. But if I'm you know futzing about and it's actually a public holiday for most people, I'm you know I don't really. I don't. I I find that the best thing to do is to just go. Yeah, I I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna try and overdo it uh, or or whatever. Yeah, agreed. So anyway, that that leads great into the next section, which is how yep. you've like you've pulled this off. You've convinced your boss that you now rem- remotely work. Yep. There's definitely some tricks I've picked up over the years. To, oh yeah, definitely to help out. So I think the number one trick or thing that I do is it's all about routine. Yeah. So the hardest part of the day, 
I think, is actually getting started. Writing that first line of code or whatever is the hardest part about remote work. The thing that worked really well for me in London was when my wife Emma went off to work, we would walk and go and get a coffee together. Mm. And so I would walk, get the coffee, come back home, sit down and start work. And that worked so well. Like that's the best thing that's ever happened for my remote work. Yeah, I've, I find that keeping keeping business hours is like, a, which is exactly kind of plays into that. Yeah. Is really helpful. They don't have to be regular business hours. I don't really work from nine to five these days. If no. I'm working on like, even if I'm working on client stuff, um, which I do occasionally, I will tend to work at like, you know, from about 10 or maybe 11. Yeah. And then you just work a bit later. Yeah. Whereas I'm the opposite. I work better in the morning for whatever reason. So I would do like seven till three or something. Yeah. Because after three o'clock, my productivity just plummets. So it's like, why bother trying to work through that? I'll just work in the morning when I'm more productive. Yeah. While work is not necessarily like a time-based thing. Yeah. It, it does work a lot better if you have specific times in which you are working. Because what happens is you you train yourself into a habit of, okay, it's 10 o'clock. Now it's time to start working. Yeah. And also on the opposite end, okay, it's five o'clock. I'm going to stop now. Yeah. That's very important. It, oh, it's super important because what you'll find is you can work, you know, you, you can start at 10 and then, oh, you know what? I'm just going to work through because I'm nearly, I've got this, you know, thing and I should really get it done. If I get it done, I can, you know, have some extra time. So I'm going to work through to 10. So I'm going to do like, you know, almost 12 hours uh, of work, you know, maybe 10 because of, you know, whatever breaks or yeah. you know distractions or whatever ha- that happens throughout the day and like you might be like yeah okay that's fine and then what happens that happens again the next day and the next day and the next day and suddenly you realize that while you're working more you're not necessarily getting as much done because yeah. you're wearing yourself out and uh it's really important like i and i've had to have the, i've had to have this conversation with people that work in offices for crying out loud uh, and it's really hard to actually you know be on top of it at home you need to make sure that you're not overworking because overworking is not a good thing overworking is a terrible terrible thing it doesn't mean that you're getting any extra work done it means that you're actually spending longer doing the same amount of work or potentially actually even less because you're tiring yourself out yeah i agree yeah so another thing that i've found and i know you've mentioned not wearing pants a lot but I find having a shower and getting dressed really helps. Yeah. And I've even heard of people, I don't do this, but I know a few people who put on, like their rule is I wear a collared shirt, like just a yep. polo or something. And that's yep. like, puts me in work mode. Because there's so many of these tricks that are, they're all mental. Like you're just getting that into your brain, like I'm working now. So one of the important things, and I think I've talked about this, I feel like I've talked about this on a podcast at some point. I don't remember which one it was. Could be any. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, one of the things that I've talked about is like, uh, I mean, a, a lot of these tricks, they might work for you and they might not work for you. That's so true, yeah. I find that the most important thing is that you've got to get yourself into a state of, I am in work mode now, I am not in work mode anymore. Yeah. And so doing things like setting time, wearing pants if you need to, you know, doing your hair, yeah, uh, putting on makeup. I think at least getting out of pajama mode, whether you sleep in pajamas or not, is important. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I will spend time working. Like, if it's a cold day or or, or something, I will spend like I will sit around in track pants and a t shirt uh, quite happily, and I'll still get work done. 
I think it's I don't think it's like an I don't think any particular rule holds fast for everybody in every particular situation. The important thing is that you apply some of them and they won't might not necessarily be super comfortable. Um, like if you're, I mean, I mean, it it may be that you need to like in order to get yourself into work mode, you need to put on your know, your work clothes. So you know, you put on a nice set of pants and a collared shirt, maybe a tie, or you know, or you you get out one of your nicer dresses, or you uh, you put on your makeup, you do your hair, you do all that sort of stuff. Like you actually prepare yourself physically. You go through that process of preparing yourself physically because that's your sign yourself signaling your body that I'm going into work mode now. Mm. The other thing might be, uh, you know, that you have specific times. And so, you know, you get, you know, you always start work at 10, you always finish work at six. And so that kind of over time, you generate a habit of, okay, it's a lot easier for me to start work at 10 because I already start work at 10 every other day. Another kind of tip in this regards is the idea of having a dedicated area, a dedicated space that you go to yeah. to do your work. Work work room. So, I mean, you might be able to get work done at a, like the dinner table, but the dinner table is kind of for eating dinner, mm. thus the name. So, that, I mean, that might work for you kind of as a short-term solution or maybe it works for you just in general. But for some people, going to a specific place, even if it's just a room that is dedicated to where you work, I go here, I do work here, as opposed to, I don't know, sitting on the couch, sitting at the dinner table, sitting on the bed. It signals to your body, it signals to your, it signals to, like to the un- unconscious parts of you, now it's time to do work. Uh, and then when you leave, like now I'm finished, I can think about, I can do other things. Yeah. But the most important thing in there is that you have to, like there is at least some part of working from home is that signaling process, is that kind of generating a routine, generating a a habit of work, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. So another thing that people do, I didn't really ever have to do this one as much, but some people like make rules for themselves. Yep. So if they constantly find they're on the PlayStation all day, they'll make a rule. No PlayStation until I've done this amount of work or no PlayStation between the hours of 10 and 4 or whatever. Like sometimes you have to do things like that as well. Yeah. And I mean, there are apps. You mm-hmm. can get apps for doing things like um, shutting off the internet. Yep. For like, you know, or shutting off the you know particular websites for particular hours. And so you can that can kind of help to like you know reduce your distractions. I'd need someone else to set the password on that thing or something. <laughs> I I, th- I think like you know some people might have like a dedicated work machine where it's only got work stuff on it. Yeah, that's a good one. That might help. I tend just, to do that. It, it, it's yeah. I mean, it, and it all kind of plays into this idea of you need to you need to make sure that you are signaling to yourself. Which sounds really weird, but it actually like it's super important signaling to yourself that okay, this is t- like I need to get work. Like we need to get work done. It needs to happen. Just yeah. got to do it. And it's all about that sort of that sort of discipline of you know uh, you know you need to have that discipline in order to work from home, and that might be really difficult to do. But if you don't have it, you ain't going to get anything done. It's just how it works. Yeah. Another tip that I've found helps at least me is make sure you leave the house most days. Like, not every day, but most days it helps. Even if it's just for a 10-minute walk. Yeah. Or even just going outside. If you have a backyard or something, go outside. Yeah. I think at one point I realized I hadn't left the tiny apartment for four days, and I was 
I'm like, oh, no wonder I'm feeling weird. Crawling up the walls and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get exactly the same. And I'm an, like, I'm a really introverted person as a general rule. Mm. That's part of the reason that I love working from home so much is because, you know, because I am by myself. I am in my element. This is my, this is my space. But if I spend too much time, you know, by myself, I will end up just kind of going out of my mind and, it's a lot easier if you make sure that you leave the house, if you make time to leave the house, if you make time to, you know, to get out. Uh, it might mean that you go to the supermarket to get mm-hmm. some things. That was a really common one for me. It might mean that you, you know, go, you make sure that you schedule, uh, you know, some time with some, you know, go to lunch with some friends. Yep. Um, one, that's, what, that's one of the reasons that I love uh, Coca Heads. Uh, is that you know I've got a lot of I know a lot of people here in Canberra as do you, uh, and we will occasionally have lunch. Yeah, or we'll go out, you know, and we'll we'll meet up, and you know, it, it just t- it takes me out of like okay, you know, I'm at home by myself in the bubble, I guess. I get removed from that, and I get you know to spend some time with actual people. Yeah, definitely. I think another thing that helps now is you got to have the right tools. So this comes yep. down to your. It's not just all on you. You know, it takes your job or office or whoever needs to be set up properly for this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And so there's the kind of categories of tools. So I've kind of listed the ones that I use, but you can like switch out whatever you want. So you need some way to chat, which is most people these days are using Slack, but there's HipChat and FlowDoc and whatever other chat, text chat tools there are. That's a fairly common thing these days. Yeah, and also there's some really good kind of, I guess, extensions or additions, add-ons, integrations that you can get that really help. So we've been playing with one recently, which we've just made in-house, but it's like our our bot. He's called Squirtle. I made him. Squirtle. (laughs) Nice. Squirtle, is he a turtle? Yeah. Oh, he's Squirtle. It's it's the real Squirtle. Squirtle. You don't know what Squirtle Squirtle is? Is that what's happening here? Yes. What is Squirtle? Jake didn't know what Squirtle was either. Oh, Squirtle was like one of the original Pokemon, the original three starter Pokemon. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden that clicked and now I'm like, I can, yeah, okay. Squirtle. Squirtle is a Pokemon. Good. Glad we yes. covered that. Anyway, so Squirtle lives in our Slack. He can respond to you. Nice. The real reason for Squirtle is at the end of the day, it's kind of like our, we don't do stand-ups, but we have this stand-up where at the end of the day, Squirtle goes, hey, Ben, today I have you working on whatever project let me know if that's not right and so if it's right you just don't even bother replying and if it's wrong you say thanks squirtle i also worked on this today and it means people can read that stream like everyone's are in there and you can see what everyone's working on and if they're having trouble and just prompts you to respond with with the details yeah okay it's and it's we've only been doing it for a little while like a week (laughs) but (laughs) but so far it's going it's like really working well yeah. And he, we have like all these plans for him, but so far he asks about projects and he can also learn things. So you can say like, Squirtle, remember that Jake's birthday is August 11 or something like that. Is Jake's birthday August 11? That's right. It is. Interesting. Um, another one that you need is some form of, I guess, project management tool or just like task assignment tool. Yep. So we're still not settled on this one. But so far, Trello works the best for us. Mm. Like, it's not perfect. And we're constantly annoyed at it. But every other thing we try is even worse. So, yeah. like, that, that's, you got to know what you're meant to be working on because you can't just walk up to the boss and say, hey, what am I doing today? So, that's yeah. important. 
And that's, I, I think that's important regardless of whether you're working with a team or not. Like, if you're working, not working with a team, a specific team, like I do, because I don't work with, I, I, like, I am my team. I mean, I have a bunch of slacks, but they're mostly related to other stuff in my life, podcasts, betas, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, you know, I can, I can kind of take or leave slack in that regards uh, or a chat thing in that regards. But a task management system, like just knowing what you're working on, what you've got to get done, it's not only important because you need to, like everybody kind of needs to be across that and all that sort of stuff. It's important because you need to be across that. And if you're anything like me, you'll completely and utterly forget what you've yeah. got to get done if you don't put it somewhere. In that regards, I use like I use Wonderlist because uh, I mean oh, I yeah. just I just need to get I just need a, like a simple list of things, and so Wonderlist works great for that. But like if you do have a team, something like Trello or I don't know Jira or um or whatever, where you can assign that stuff to other people and kind of get all that extra uh, the extra features there will work uh, really well. Yeah. So another one is when you need to have a proper conversation. So Slack's not cutting it anymore, basically. Yeah. So be it audio or video, I'm still not a fan of the video call. That was the bane of my existence as a remote worker. But anyway. Because you have to make sure that you're, you're actually, you're presentable yeah. for it. And sometimes you just I just don't just think not. it adds anything to the experience. And if anything, makes it worse. But anyway, that's just me. <laughs> so there's a lot of tools for this, obviously. Until Slack came along, I thought Hangouts was the best because you could really seamlessly go from like a text chat to, okay, this is getting complicated. Let's just ha- talk quickly. Like, yep. And I think Slack have Slack like a, does this now. They have a beta of it or something, right? Yep. It's uh, we actually have it in the the Jelly yeah. Style podcasts one because I was trying it out with Russell the other day. But yeah, you can just like set up calls uh, with uh, if you're on a if you're on Slack with the like the just one of the free kind of setups. You can do like person to person calls. Okay. But if you have if you pay for Slack. You can have Slack within like groups, so you can have a group uh, group uh, mm. call. Mm. Well, that's good to know. Mm. Um, and then obviously there's Skype, and FaceTime. FaceTime never works, but you can yep. give it a go if you want. Skype probably works, but it is, it's also a, a giant pain in the collective. Bite. Yes, because everyone's like, "What's your Skype name?" I have no idea. I can't find you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fun time. And you do, you know, because it's separate to whatever other tool that you use, uh, mm. you've got to like open it up or keep it open or yeah. whatever during the day. And then you've got to like keep it on, like keep yourself on like hidden because you, yeah, your mother will try to call you in the middle of the day. I reckon, right? I hate that. <laughs> That's why I don't keep Skype open. But anyway. Yeah. That's um, why I'm always on like do not disturb mode or invisible mode on, Sky- on, on, on Skype. Uh, then the last one I've got, you need some form of, I've called it stand-up tool, but like catch-up tool for what everyone's doing. So I already mentioned what we do at the office now. Mm. But I really hate the set time stand-up where everyone's like got to be there and what are you working on? What did you do yesterday? I think it's just so stupid and ruins one of the biggest benefits of remote work. And not only that, but like having a set time for that stuff, like time zones become an issue exactly and time zones are a giant pain you know you have not only do times time zones different between different areas of the world if you're living in one of the kind of the three major areas of the world you will get different various like different levels of of overlap with that that stuff you and i have recorded at least a podcast episode where we had me in canberra you in london and 
uh, and a guest, I believe, in like uh, the the eastern United States. Yeah. Is that the correct one? Yeah, and it was impossible. And it was like it uh, it was the sort of thing like lining that up was ridiculous because I think you were recording at night. Yeah. I was I was, was up like, at like six in the morning. It was late night for me as well. Yeah. So I think it was nine thirty or something like that. And for them and for the guest, I believe it was like three o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm not saying like and it was totally worth it. Uh I believe that was when we recorded with David Smith. Yeah. It was a great episode, but Oh my gosh, like that, you know, do, doing that on a regular basis is a pain. And then not only that, but then you have to deal with like daylight, daylight saving, which yes. just like messes business around all like, you know, for like three or four weeks of the year because everybody's changing daylight saving at different times. Or you've got somewhere like Adelaide, which decides they're on a half hour time zone. Yeah. Whose uh, brilliant idea was that? Yeah, there, there are time, there are crazy time zones. Um, there's a time zone where I think, the entire country is in like you know forty five minutes off of the off of the hour compared to everybody else. Like wow. it's redi- like there are ridiculous time zones, and I mean it's a pain to not only program with but also to deal with if you're working remotely. And it only makes it worse if your team requires you know things at specific times of the day. Um, that doesn't really work when you're dealing with remote. Uh, remote stuff yeah okay so that's kind of all i had for how you should work at home yep but i thought i'd throw in a few tips at the end for if you want to try and convince your boss that remote work would be okay okay or if you are a i don't know a manager or you own a company why i think you should allow your employees to work remotely russell listen listen very carefully (laughs) that's right actually (laughs) so i think the biggest one is it's a really coveted perk. So if you're advertising, you're trying to employ someone, the fact that you say open to remote work on there means yep. you're going to get a lot. I can't prove this, but I think you will get a lot more applicants because of it. Well, it opens it up to a lot more like a lot more flexibility. And it's also I I feel like it's also as a general rule more workable for people that aren't in normal situations. Yeah, which is becoming more and more common. You know, it's it's one of those things where if you're a single mother and you want to, you know, that something uh, really good comes up, um, but you kind of need to be at home throughout the day for whatever reason, it, it becomes really difficult to also then, you know, deal with a full-time job uh, where you have to go in to work every day. Uh, if you have the ability for re- remote work, even a few days of the week, like that makes it a lot easier. Uh, and it, it means that you, that that person is a lot more likely to be able to actually, uh, is a lot more likely to actually apply for that job, I think. Yeah. Um, another one is working from home actually saves the company money. Yep. So you don't have to pay for, I guess, office space for the employee. Or if you provide, you know, you've got a coffee machine at work or yeah. provide biscuits or something. Yeah. It's going to be less consumables. Even, but it, it even comes down to like, you know, your utilities. Yeah. You save on that because, you know, the, the computer that they're using is not drawing electricity from your power, uh, you know, your power bill. Yeah. Um, another one, which might sound opposite to what the boss is thinking, is a lot of workers actually get more done at home than they do in the office. Yeah. Well, especially if they're not, you know, if they're spending all of their time and not, you know, keeping correct hours and stuff like that. Mm. <laughs> like, just the fact yep. that they're not constantly distracted by other people in the office, be it oh, meetings yeah. or just, hey, can you yeah. help me out with this? Or yep. how about them Yankees? <laughs> 
in a job that I worked in for a while, I had a, a co-worker who loved to, he sat in the, in the desk at the desk next to mine and he just loved to just chat, just chat about anything. And he'd, yeah. so he'd, he'd stand up and he'd just kind of stand there next to the desk and just waffle on for several hours <laughs> brushing his hair, which was super weird. Oh, okay. <laughs> and just kind of chatting. And I was like, I, it always frustrated the heck out of me because I was just like, I just want to get stuff. Like, I just want to get work done. And that, that always, that always bothered me. Um, because not only was he like stopping me from doing work, he was stopping him. Like obviously, he was stopping himself from doing work. Yeah, and possibly bothering anybody else in the general vicinity. Uh, yeah, like I find that uh, I get a lot more done when I'm not, you know, having to deal with people just kind of walking into my space all the time, which uh, which distracts me. Even if they're just like if they're not actually coming to my area. The fact that they're around and just kind of uh, you know moving through my you know my peripheral feeling zone yeah <laughs> does that mean. make sense uh, like that that is a like distraction they're near you so you yeah. kind of look up to see they're not going to stab you with a knife yeah yeah uh, not that they would yeah. but you know what i mean yeah but and they were just walking past to go to the toilet or something like it that that sort of stuff can kind of pull you out of whatever kind of zone that you're in uh and it's not it's not great um for productivity yeah and the last point i've got is you suddenly get access to a global workforce which you sounds do. a bit cheesy but you know now people can apply from anywhere one of the things that I heard a lot from a particular team, not yours, a mm-hmm. different team, um, who had a uh, a staff member based in, I think they were in London too, so it is kind of like your team, but I promise you it's not your team. Okay. One of the things that they would, they would say was that it was great because uh, they could start a task and then at the end of the day, the, they could hand it off to the person in London and they would like continue it. And so that was kind of continuous work getting done. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that before as well. So I had a friend who it was like a startup, right? And they could claim 24-hour support. Yeah. And they'd never hired with the intention of getting that. But it just so happened the way the time zones landed that they had 24-hour support. They covered it all. Yeah. And like that's that's amazing. It's a great way of like making sure that you get um, like of speeding up your your work because if you have... I mean, if you, even if you have like a larger team and you would be able to handle that anyway, the idea of being able to like have, you know, people on smaller teams within your your company, you know, you have three or four people working on a particular product or whatever. Uh, if they are based around the globe, they can kind of hand it off and things get done faster. Like it just, yeah. it's just how it works. Like they can hand off the task to the next person and that can, person continues it. Uh, it also kind of uh, generates this idea of, you know, no one person knows about a specific, you know, knows everything about a specific thing. It's yep. always like it, it kind of um, diversifies the knowledge. That sounds like a buzz buzzword but it it's totally true like this idea that people like you know no one person kind of holds all of the knowledge for a team they you know it's it's distributed between a bunch of people that's great stuff for any company it's one of those things that you get for free when you have people that work remotely or from home Mm. yeah so that's pretty much it nice if you can give it a go i think the best way if you want to pitch this to someone is like a transitional period or just say, can I do it one day a week? And then maybe after that, two days a week. And yeah, just see what happens. See what happens. Do we have any show notes? Does there show notes for this? I don't even know. I don't think so. I guess there's like, we could put a link to Slack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for for those people that don't have 30 Slack chats. Slacks? Slacks? I don't know. Slacks. They're, that, 
Are they rooms? a group of slacks? Yeah. Rooms of slacks? Is it like a, a, a posse of slacks? A gaggle of slacks? A quantum of slacks. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. That actually sounds really cool. Quantum of slacks. Mm. We can put some links into for, for some tools, the tools that we use, the tool uh, that we mentioned, I think. Yeah, maybe. So we'll throw those into the show notes. Um, but you can also get in touch with us, and that's all of our all, that, all that stuff will be on our website. So uh, the website is just mobilecouch.co. Um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do that. Uh, ben is on Twitter as Ben Trengrove, B-E-N-T-R-E-N-G-R-O-V-E. I am Jelly Bean Soup, and the show, if you want to get in touch with us both, is underscore mobile couch. Other than that, we'd like to thank our patrons who are amazing. Did you know they're amazing, Ben? They are amazing. They are amazing. It's true. They support this show. They make it possible for it to continue. The, the information, if you want to get in, if you want to become a patron, you can find information on that on our website as well. But you know, we we just thank you for listening. It's really great to have you listening. It's really when we hear about that you enjoy the episodes that we're doing, or that you feel that we've helped you, uh, you know, get your head around a topic. It means a lot to us, and so uh, we're really glad to have you here. Uh, have, have you have you listening? Uh, we look forward to talking to you again in two more weeks' time. And until then, goodbye. Bye. <laughs>